Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. All right, I'm battling a lot of background noise today. I'm still using my microphone and laptop in my echoing kitchen. (laughs) And I have a whiny laptop behind me going, I've got airplanes and buses and birds. I mean, it is insane. So my apologies for any background noise. Now let's get into the topic of the day. Oh, Lord. If you mark iniquities, who can stand? If you sat there and kept track of all of my sinful behavior, who in the heck would be up in heaven with you? Nobody. And it got me thinking about my relationship with the forgiving, merciful Lord. And along the way, as I was sinning, how at times I was repentant and at other times I wasn't really repentant. And how the road that I am on is not always straight and upward to the right like a graph where I'm making upward progress and awesome. You can see that every year it's better, every week it's better, every month it's better. No, (laughs) that is not the journey that I've been on. I have been up to the right, slanted down to the left, I mean, my graph has a big old circle in the middle. I was actually talking to someone at the Omaha Magnificat a couple weekends ago. The woman looked at me and she's like, boy, does God draw with crooked lines. I'm like, he didn't just draw with crooked lines with me, man. He used a spirograph. (laughs) Do you remember those things where you'd stick your pencil in there and you'd just like whip it around on a page and had all these different kinds of circles? And I mean, some of it was real beautiful when it was all done. And that's what God does with us. But I think we are the ones that mark our own iniquities. And we sit there and we wonder, will God forgive us? Or we don't forgive ourselves for what we have done. Now, I have been to confession countless times. 
I remember the first confession I went to, as you've heard many times, after being away for 26 years with many mortal sins on my soul. And it was at that moment that I knew God existed. And I was in that confessional, not even really realizing how I needed to be repentant in confession, how I needed to be sorry for my sins, not just go to go, because I've been there too. Let me explain. Lucy, you got some explaining to do because I'm sure I'm not making any sense to you. Okay, so the first time I went to confession, I wrote everything down on a piece of paper and I truly was scared. I thought that God was going to truly punish me. I mean, I thought I was going to get some sort of penance that was going to be brutal. I thought I was going to get yelled at. But when I went in there, I received the beautiful love of Christ through the priest on the other side of that curtain. Long story. You can read my whole confession story in my book or bring me out to speak. Geez, I might even have it on my YouTube channel, but I have the whole story out there for you if you just go dig for it. But I know I've shared it quite a bit and I don't want to bore the people who have heard it a hundred times already. But I was sorry. I did feel shame. I was embarrassed. I did feel like a little child, excuse me, going to her daddy, asking for forgiveness. And daddy just looked at me, picked me up, hugged me, kissed me, and then pat me on my butt and sent me along on my way. It was wonderful. But then there were other times, as years go by, trying to battle all of these mortal sins that... I still had in my life just because I went to confession. I didn't have this awesome, you know, Paul, Saul kind of conversion where I knew exactly what was right, what was wrong, and then I had to stop everything and change everything. No, it was a journey. It was almost as if like, you know, before that week ended, I was back into mortal sin. And some of the stuff I didn't even know was mortal sin. One of the things that I was really into was pornography. And self-gratification. One could say I was addicted to that. I don't talk about this much, but I remember when I, uh, I remember it was just a couple weeks ago at the Magnificat Omaha breakfast, a woman who took me to the airport said, I am so happy that you mentioned pornography. I know a lot of people, a lot of women who are struggling with that. It is Satan's way to have us abuse the human dignity and soul of a person. It now makes me sick, but at the time, it took me a long time to realize how bad it really is to watch two people not in a loving marriage just for the pure sake of pleasure. And some of those people I had to think, are they even there on their free will? Are some of these people trafficked into the porn industry? And so I remember as I was going down that that path, and I didn't even know 
that it was a mortal sin in the beginning of my journey. But then I found out that it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to stop this? And again, it was a journey with God. But I remember, Lord, your forgiveness is so awesome and so great. It's beyond my comprehension. I don't understand it. But I need your help because I keep falling into this sin. I keep falling into this temptation. Sometimes this bodily urge that comes over me. This is back then. Almost like the times when I would talk to you about the Oreos. My body would just be like, I gotta have it. I gotta have it. Gotta have it now almost uncontrollable. It's like you don't even think about it. You just like go to your computer and it's on there. And But then when you're done, the disgust, the shame, the guilt, and then what that does to any other relationship that you're in, if you're married, you know, why aren't you intimate with your spouse? That's what really keeps a marriage humming on all cylinders. So whatever it is that you are battling with, or maybe a sin has come back into your life, know that God is here to help you. Sometimes when we're in the middle of that sin, we run away from God which is exactly the opposite of what we're supposed to do. God is not going to look at us and say, you idiot, you dummy, how many times have you been through this? When are you going to learn? It's not how it works. God forgives us. And as long as we keep going to him for his healing and help. He's going to impact our lives. He's going to transform us. He will. But when we choose to turn away from God, to ignore prayer, to not face what it is that we're facing, then we are prideful people. We are choosing to live our life on our own, and we are choosing not to seek God's mercy and healing. And that, in and of itself, is why God doesn't mark our iniquities. Because none of us could stand. Get to confession. Sit down with a pen and a piece of paper. And make sure that you are repentant when you go. I had mentioned that I wasn't a few times, that... I knew when I would go to that confessional, it was 
so that I could receive Holy Communion on Sunday. And there would be sometimes me saying those words to the priest, to Jesus on the other side in persona Christi, knowing that I was probably going to do it again. But I just need to get this off my soul so I can receive Holy Communion on Sunday. Yeah, been there, done that. So get to confession if you can. I know some people can't, but that doesn't mean that you cannot get on your knees and truly ask the Lord for forgiveness and for his help, his healing, his transformation. Because ultimately it's him that's going to do it. It's not us. And remember, the journey isn't always onward and upward. Sometimes we fall back. Sometimes we spin in circles and sit in this place and spin for days, weeks, months. Get off that hamster wheel and do what you know you need to do, which is run to God. Lord, help me. Lord, have mercy. Lord, forgive me. Lord, restore me. Make me anew. Keep that prayer petition going. He hears our supplication. Today, take a chance. Take a chance. That's not really what I wanted to say. Today, go to the readings and take a moment and read the responsorial psalm. I'm going to do it right now. I know I'm going over my time, but because I know most of you won't do this (laughs) when this podcast is over. Okay. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? This is Psalm 130. Out of the depths, I cry to you, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my voice in supplication. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? If you, O Lord, (laughs) I love it when it repeats the same response. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, Lord, who can stand? But with you is forgiveness that you may be revered. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? Let Israel wait for the Lord, for with the Lord is kindness, and with him is plenteous redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all their iniquities. If you, O Lord, mark iniquities, who can stand? Let's go to God. Ask for forgiveness. Get to confession. Be truly repentant. If you're not ready to let go of that sin, then ask the Lord to heal your heart. Help me not desire this anymore. Help me not want this. This is what he has done to me. With so many things, help me change my heart, my thoughts, my will. And on that same note, remember, 
that Satan wants you to do these things. Satan wants you to abuse people. Satan wants you to divide and to use others and to look at sex as something that can be done alone or with people or multiple people or with the same sex. Or That's pretty much what Satan's doing right now. And if you're falling into it, you're giving him power. If you're falling into not forgiving others or resenting others and not loving others, you are again giving Satan power. Maybe we need to look at it a different way. You want to give Satan power or you want to give God power? Satan feeds off every sin that we do. Feeds off of it. We need God in this fight. So let's remember to go to him today. Let's ask for repentance, sincere repentance. Get to confession. Get on your knees right now. Even if you're not able to go to confession, sincerely ask for his forgiveness. And the sincerity part is the key. And if you don't have that sincerity, then just ask the Lord to change your heart. He'll click it. He'll, he'll connect the mind and the heart. So for those of you who are struggling right now with sin, because you know it's wrong, you know I shouldn't be doing this, but your heart hasn't been changed yet. So you do it, you go through the guilt, you go through the repentance, and then you go through that battle yet again. So God is the one that's going to take that knowledge from the mind and it will click and connect with the heart. It's that 12 inches, (laughs) 12, 10, however long your neck is from your, from your head to your heart that we're really talking about here. And that's God's, that's God's action on us, right? It's God's domain. He's the one that changes our hearts. And then when our hearts are changed, our thoughts are changed, our actions are changed, and our will is changed. God is a merciful God. Reconcile yourself with him and ask for his transformation in your life. Oh, I love you all so very much. Times are rough. We are not battling the physical world here, people. We're not. The sooner you can figure that out, the sooner you know that going to worldly things to reduce stress, to reduce your anxiety, to deal with life will only give you temporary relief and then it will layer on all the other junk, right? 
the guilt, the shame, all that kind of stuff for that one moment of relief, if you will. So let's, <laughs> let's not play the game anymore. Let's be smart about it. Or, or let's play the game, but play the game with the rules and the tools that we know how to win. Call on Jesus to cast out those spirits of temptation in that moment. Fight. You're a strong person. All of you. The problem is, we think our strength comes from us and our own willpower. It doesn't. It's God and his grace that we need. Man, I could talk for hours on this topic, but I will let you be. Be positive. Keep your head up. Keep fighting. Keep a smile on your face. Keep God in your heart, on your lips, in your thoughts. Press into him when you're having those moments. Press into him to defeat those temptations of the evil one through deliverance prayers. Avoid the near occasion of sin, which means, hey, if I do this, then I typically end up doing that. Well, don't do the first one then. It's paying attention. Purposeful living. (laughs) Okay. All right. Again, I'm going to let you go. I think this is the third time I've said that. Not sure. I love you all. Have an awesome and blessed day.